Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to the prayer experience. Please share this video. And you can subscribe to Daily Talks Media UK channel on YouTube. You can connect with us live. You can leave your prayer requests, your praise reports, and your comments. And there's a prayer experience hotline where you can call for prayer. And this is day three of the 30 days of prayer and fasting. Uh, we welcome you to prayerfully consider fasting. Uh, the Lord can show you what to fast. But this is a time where we can pray and fast together. We want to enter into God's uh, presence and to enter into this prayer with thanksgiving. Uh, the verse for today is Philippians 4, 6. It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So today, as we go into prayer together, we want to do it with thanksgiving. And you know, we have so much to be thankful for. It's easy for us to see all the things that are not right or see all the things that we don't have. But if we look around, we can see so much. You know, sometimes the bad things want to tell us that there's nothing good. But that's not so. There is so much good here because God is here. And the Bible says that where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. So today, let's be thankful. Let's think about the good things that we have. And let's give thanks to God as we enter into prayer together. Father, we come to you today and we are thankful Father, we're thankful because we have you. We're not alone. And Lord, you're good and you're inside of us. And Lord, everything that we need is on the inside of us. And we acknowledge that today. We acknowledge that you love us and that you care for us. And you accepted us just as we are. And we are so thankful. We're thankful today that we have life. And not just life, but Lord, you came to give us life more abundantly. So today, Lord, the truth is that we have an abundant life. Father, help us to see that. Help us to see the good. Father, just help us to walk in the truth and to share that truth with others because, Lord, you have made us so full that we have more than enough. We have enough for ourselves, and, Father, we have enough for others. And we just thank you today for your goodness. And we thank you for a new week. And we thank you that we're together. We're not alone. We have each other. And you brought us together through this prayer experience. And Father, we want it to count today. As we pray, we want to make it count. Father, help us to realize that our prayers avail much. They do accomplish much. And Father, as we walk by faith and not by sight, Father, help us to be confident and hopeful Father, that you are working all things together for our good and that you are at work in us doing your will and your good pleasure. And Lord, we just thank you today. Father, Holy Spirit, lead us today as we pray. Help us to be sensitive of the needs that are here today. And we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay, so now we're going to go into the inspired word, which is also Philippians 4. We're going to go a little bit further in there. It says, be careful for nothing. We just read that. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known unto God. And the peace of God, 
which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So when we go back and we look at uh, the first verse there, it says to be careful for nothing. Some translations say, don't be anxious for anything. You know, when you're careful, if you think about that word, you're full of care. We don't want to be full of care because the Bible says for us to cast our cares on God because he cares for us. He does the caring for us so we don't have to. And it's our job just to put those cares on God so he can take care of it for us. And, you know, we do that by faith because sometimes it feels so overwhelming. It hurts so bad. But we have to do that by faith. And just like when we went to Jesus and we asked him to save us, we did that by faith. We do the same thing here by faith. We cast those cares over on God because he'll care for us. And that's what we're going to do today as we pray. Whatever your care is, we're going to take it to God by faith. We're going to cast it over to him and he's going to care for us. So it tells us, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, make your request known unto God. So as we do that, notice what it says happens when we cast our care over to God. It says, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. So when we make the decision to not be anxious, to not be full of care, but we go to God in prayer with the situation, it says the peace of God passes our under, it passes our understanding and it keeps our hearts and it keeps our minds. So in exchange for our cares, God gives us peace when we make the decision to go to him in prayer. And it says that he also keeps our hearts and keeps our minds. It is so important that we have peace in our minds. You know, you can't function sometimes if you don't have peace. If you're carrying this burden around with you, instead of praying to God about it, you don't have peace in your mind. So today, as we reflect on the word that we just heard, let's just make a decision by faith that we're going to cast our cares, whatever it is, over on God today. We're going to do that through prayer. And in return, we receive peace because now we no longer have that care that we're carrying around with us. So let's go to God today in prayer and just whatever it is, whatever your need is, let's just take it to God right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come to you, Lord. We cast our cares over on you, Lord, cares of our family, our home, our job, our church. Father, whatever it is, we just hand those cares to you. We do it by faith. We give it to you. We make the decision right now. We're going to give it to you. We're not going to hold on to it. It don't belong to us. We give those cares to you. And Lord, we thank you that you care for us. And Lord, we thank you that in return, Lord, we have peace. Father, we know that peace is on the inside of us because peace, you are peace. And Father, peace is a fruit of the spirit. So Father, we're going to hold on to that peace. We're going to hold on to what we have. And we're going to give you the cares. And Father, as we do that, it keeps our hearts and our minds. And Father, we just thank you that as we just obey your word, Father, it works. It happens because you cannot lie. Your word is true. 
and it comes to pass. And Father, we just thank you. It is done in the name of Jesus. That simple. We just thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, thank you for taking our cares right now. And Lord, we just make the decision. We're not going to take those cares back. We give them to you, and we are going to see your word come to pass in those situations. In Jesus' name, we pray and agree. Amen. Thank you, Father. And now we're going to pray for the church. Also in Philippians 4, 8, after we have cast our cares over on the Lord, we've made the decision we're not going to be anxious. We're not going to have care. But the Bible says that finally, so we're adding to this in verse 8, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. That's what God tells us to do. If we start thinking on the cares, then all of a sudden, what happens? Our peace leaves we don't have peace anymore and and our hearts and our minds are not guarded because we have allowed those things to come in through our minds through what we think so the bible tells us that we are to think on all these good things and as i was reading that just now i thought you know the only thing that that qualifies under all those definitions is jesus and you know jesus is the word of God. So the word of God is the only thing I know that is pure and lovely and a good report. You know, the gospel is the good news. It's the good report. So we are to think on those things. And do you know that we cannot do that on our own? We can't. So we're going to go to God in prayer right now. And we're going to ask him to help us to be a doer of the word that we just read. Father, in the name of Jesus. We just thank you that you have the answer for everything. Father, you tell us to not be anxious and to not be careful. And you tell us, Lord, to take these things to you in prayer. But Lord, you do a follow-up by telling us what to think about. So Father, we ask you to help us to think on what is true, to think about the good report. Father, we know we can't do that on our own. We are needy. Lord, even as Christians, we still need you every moment of the day because we can think right one minute and the next minute we have allowed a thought to come in that is not your thought. So, Father, today we come to you in the name of Jesus and we ask you to help us to think on what is right, to think on what is true and lovely and a good report. Father, give us a revelation of the truth Cause it, Father, to be more than just in our heads, but cause it to be in our hearts. Cause it to be real to us. Father, cause us to love your word. Father, cause us to put your word as top priority and to use it, Father, as a device that we measure everything against. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you just help us, Father, to use your word to compare all of these thoughts to you know, we are to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And Father, we acknowledge that we need you to help us to do that. And that is our prayer today, that as we start thinking on things that are not lovely, 
things that don't measure up, Father, that we will catch that. Holy Spirit, help us to identify that and to not allow that to be our thinking, but to cast those things down in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Now we're going to pray for the nations. And we want to say happy Independence Day to the USA, which is my home. And I'm wearing the stars and stripes today just because of that. But I want to say this. I want to be humble. I'm really blessed to live over here. But I want to be humble about that because just because I'm here and I'm saying God bless the USA, it doesn't mean that I agree with everything that we're doing. The country needs Jesus just as much as any country, maybe more. And I noticed this, that as a result of me being with the prayer experience for maybe a couple of years now, I've noticed that it has caused me to love my nation more. As I have prayed for my nation, it's caused me to not speak down on my nation. It's caused me to love my nation. And you know, the nation is the people. It really is. It's the people and God loves people. So let's not allow the enemy to take our words and speak against God's people and to speak against our nation. God loves the nations. And the Bible says it's not his will that any perish. But the scripture that I want to use is John 8, 36. And it says, if the son, therefore, shall make you free, you are free indeed. And so the thought I had today about Independence Day in America is that we had people that died. They fought and they died. Young people, old people, and they gave their life so that we could be free. So we should be free because of that. But you know what? There's even a higher freedom that we have today. And that is not just for America, but it is for everyone. And that is the son, Jesus. He shed his blood so that we could be free. And that invitation is for all of us. So today, let's pray for the nations that they will realize that their freedom only comes in Christ Jesus and that they can be free from all their sin, from their past, if they just accept the independence and the freedom and the liberty that Jesus came to give them. Father, we just come to you in Jesus' name and we just thank you, Father, for, Lord, I pray for my nation and and let's pray for our nations right now. Father, we pray for our nations We pray for the land that you put us in. Father, you put us in our lands so that we could be a light to the world around us. Father, you're everywhere. You have people in all the earth that you want to live through. You want to love through. You want to heal through. So, Father, wherever we are in the world right now, just cause us to be that beacon of hope, that lifeline, wherever we are. And Father, I do pray for my nation, Lord, that we would realize that we are nothing without you and that there is only life in you and there is only wisdom and true knowledge that comes from you. Father, help us to humble ourselves. Help us to be honest. Help us to repent and help us to believe the gospel. So Father, I pray that you will cause this nation to truly live, 
to truly live the God life. In the name of Jesus, I ask you to breathe on this nation and cause the dry bones to come to life in the name of Jesus. I speak to you, United States of America, and I command you to live, and I command you to be a light, and I command you to confess now that Jesus Christ is Lord of all, and to bow your knee to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Father, open eyes, open ears, and open hearts to your plan and your purpose and your love for us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you, Father. And now we want to say healing prayers. This is a scripture that I learned many years ago when I was young, probably around 20. And um, I, I learned it along the time of, you know, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. And I was just so young at age 20, I just believed it. I, I believed it. I thought if God's word tells me that I was healed, then I am healed. And I just did not question that. And so along that time, I learned this verse in Isaiah 33, 24. And it says, no one living in Zion shall say, I am ill. And the sins of those who dwell there will be forgiven. Some of the translations say that we will not say that we are sick. And so when I heard that, I thought, you know, I'm not going to go around saying that I'm sick. Um, that's not my confession anymore. I want to believe what God says about my healing. And in doing so, I'm going to say what God says about me. So we are commissioned here to not say that we are sick. What should we say then? The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You know, I think about what Jesus did for us. And I think the work of the cross is so powerful that it should change every area of my life, including healing. Now, I know that the enemy comes to try to talk us out of what belongs to us. He does that. You know, he has no authority over us except what he can talk us into. So if he can convince us that we are sick because we feel bad, and if we allow his words to be our words and our confession, then all of a sudden we start getting something that does not belong to us. So at the same time, I want to say that we do acknowledge that there are people listening right now who are experiencing symptoms. And the Bible says that Jesus was moved with compassion and he went about doing good and he went and he healed all. And so I want you to know that Jesus has compassion for you. He doesn't change. He, he is full of compassion and he is touched by the feeling of your infirmities. So we don't want to ignore those, but we want to deal with those. And we're going to deal with it by the word of God. And so today, just simply rest and receive what belongs to you. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more that you hear about your healing, the easier it's going to be for you to believe that by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. So. Father, we just come together and we just thank you for the word of God that is greater 
than any fact that we are facing, greater than any feeling that we are having. And Father, I thank you that your word can change the facts, but the facts will never change your word. And so, Lord, we just come together. We pray for everyone that is experiencing sickness in their body. And Father, we want to come against that with the sword of the Spirit, your word, that says, by Jesus' stripes, we were healed. Father, if we were healed, then we are healed. Father, you say truth, and we want our confession to be what you say about us. So, Father, we make the decision. We've heard your word now about that we should not say that we are sick. So, Father, we make the decision right now that we are not going to say something that is not true. We're not going to say anymore that I am sick. We are not going to say anymore that this is this is what belongs to me. You know, if a doctor has given you a bad report, in Jesus' name, Father, we cast that report away. We're going to do what we learned earlier. We're going to cast that imagination away. And Father, we are going to choose to think on what is pure and what is true. Father, your word is true. Jesus became a curse for us. And Father, your word says that we are redeemed. And Father, we thank you that we have a voice and we make the decision that we're going to use our voice to speak truth. So by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. And I speak healing to everyone listening. And in the name of Jesus, I command the symptoms to be gone. And I speak to the root of the symptoms and I command you to leave in the name of Jesus. And Father, we receive healing. Right now, we receive healing by faith, not by feelings. But Lord, we, we choose to believe the work of the cross and that by Jesus' stripes we're healed. Healing belongs to us. Healing belongs to us in the name of Jesus because Jesus belongs to us. And we just thank you for our healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We trust you. We believe you. We thank everyone for praying with us. Let's expect. Let's let's expect. Um, and we can subscribe to the free audio podcast. And the prayer experience is back tomorrow at 1 p.m. UK time. Thank you, Jesus.
Oh 